<coughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. We continue in Ori Yisrael, coming to you live from Summerton, Philadelphia. Beautiful Friday morning. Erev Shabbos, Kodesh Parshas Kisavoy. Erev Slichas. And we go weiter in um, <coughs> the Michta from Rabbi Yisrael Solant over here. We're getting towards the, we're past the midpoint of Ches. And Rabbi Yisrael set up for us this famous axiom of how to weigh and measure mitzvahs in themselves, averis in themselves, how to determine the um, reward that one gets from mitzvahs and the punishment one gets from averis. And his axiom that he sets up is it's always dependent on the, the difficulty. Both ways. The difficulty in doing it, a mitzvah makes it a bigger mitzvah. The difficulty in avoiding an aver makes it less of an avera. Okay, and the difficulty in me has how challenging it is for me, how hard of a time I have. But here was the big caveat, the big disclaimer. Says Rabbi Yisrael, difficult and easy is not necessarily and not at all to be determined by the way things are for me right now. But rather, ease and difficulty are determined by how I was built, how Hashem made me, not what I did. I can mess myself up. I can develop tendencies, addictions, temptations that I wasn't built with and they could become very strong and very powerful. Addictive behavior. Tendencies that are very hard for me to shake. And they could lead me to doing averis and very, very difficult for me to resist those temptations. Yet, I'm going to be judged every single time as if I was violating something that was easy to avoid. Because it really was easy to avoid. I did this to myself. Frightening. But conversely... We have something very, very encouraging that with mitzvahs it's the opposite. You can have a mitzvah that's hard for me to do naturally. I was built in a way that it's naturally hard for me to be a happy person to others, to be nice to others, to, to smile at others, to make others, um, you know, to, to uh, be a good fellow Jew. Or you could have someone who's naturally, uh, you know, a shy, bashful person. It's hard for him to go um, try to affect and influence other people, what we call kiru. Someone for whom it's not easy. It's not, it doesn't come natural to approach other people and encourage them to do mitzvahs. Um, it doesn't come natural for this person to daven, to learn, to have an attention span. And he works very hard on it. And now, after many years, he learns with, with ease and, and simplicity. Uh, well, it's, 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 much, it's not simplicity, but with ease. And it's a simple task for him to daven and to learn he will be rewarded as if he's doing something very, very difficult every single time because the Batsim is, it's from something that's difficult. So that's, on the other hand, encouraging that we take something, a mitzvah that's hard for us to do, and we work on it and make it part of our natural, you know, mode. Um, that's, a tr- that's a great investment. That's a great investment because I'm taking something now for life that from this point on is going to be easy for me to do, but I'm going to get reward constantly for doing something that's very difficult. And now Rabbi Sol continues and gives us, a based on his approach and his principles over here, he gives us a beautiful take on a well-known Gemara, a whole new shot from Rabbi Sol Salanter on a Gemara that's a very well-known Gemara. Says Rabbi Sol, We can take this whole approach and plug it back into a Gemara in Meseches Sukkah. We had sukkah, right? We made a nice seam on sukkah. So it says to be so. The other remembers this gemara from the end of sukkah. We had the, remember the end of sukkah concluded with with a whole chunk of discussions about the yetsar hara. Right. At the end of sukkah, we had the yetsar hara. So the gemara says over there, la'asid lavoi. In days to come, that means when Mashiach comes, maybe Akash Baruch Li Yetzirah, the Rishon is going to bring out the yetsar hara 
and he's going to shech the Yetzir Hara. Hashem is ultimately going to destroy the Yetzir Hara. And the Gemara says something puzzling, mysterious. What does the Gemara say? Everyone's going to see the Yetzir Hara. The Rebbeinu is going to bring it out. Finally, we're going to get to see what does this Yetzir Hara look like, right? How many tentacles does it have? How many eye stalks, right? This, this monstrous Yetzir Hara. And everyone's going to see a, a different, a different Yetzir Hara. Everyone has a different take on it. Tzadikim nidmolehem kahar. The Tzadikim see the Yetzir Hara looks to them like a towering mountain. You see Mount Everest. K2, they see. That's how the Yetzir Hara appears to the Tzadikim. The Tzadikim, the righteous that aren't doing Averis. They're good guys, not doing Averis. Urishayim, the wicked that are doing Averis all the time. They, 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 they are, are, are immersed in Averis, swimming in Averis. The Yetzir to them looks like 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 a, a a strand of a hair, a strand of a hair that you can go like this, just snap one strand of hair with with so much ease. Ayin Sham says Rabbi Saul, that's what the Gemara says. Rabbi Saul is going to now give us an amazing shot, an amazing take on that Gemara based on the axioms that he just set forth. Let's see. Vadara Mafli says Rabbi Saul, at first glance, the Gemara is baffling. Yan Maishtanis Halose, what's going on with this with this with this huge inconsistency, this huge, you know, gap and gulf that separates the Tzadikim's take on the Yetzirah from the Rishayim's take. What's going on over here? What's the trying this Gemara? What's the Gemara trying to tell us? says the Gemara is exactly what we were just saying, the difference between Kavos and Kavedis, minor and major Averis, and how exactly we determine and measure what's a minor and a major Averis and a minor and major mitzvah. It's, it's, it's not where I'm holding now, it's where I was originally holding. Let's see. Ki Rishayim, Rishayim. Why did Rishayim get into such a big trouble? Why Rishayim, Rishayim are, you could call, serial sinners, okay? Serial sinners. And what does that mean? Serial sinners, no, that does not mean that they're not making a bracha on their cocoa pebbles. That's not what a serial sinner is, okay? We're talking about people. I get, I'm getting four blank stares over here. All right, the people in, in, in WhatsApp land presumably got that. But anyway... Serial sinners. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, uh, Russia is serial sinner. And, and how did he get into, some, into such big trouble? He developed the addictive tendencies, like we said. He developed bad patterns. He got himself into a rut. I mean, he just, through his, through his um, you know, inviting the Eight Sahara in, developing these tendencies, he got himself into a very bad place. That's what makes him into a Russia. And now... He schlepped the Yetzer onto himself. He invited it in. He made bad decisions and bad moves. And he got himself into a place that he couldn't escape. Could not escape this Russia. This Russia, you know, who's in such big trouble, this serial sinner, he's, if we would say, you got to stop sinning, he'd say it's impossible. I can't anymore. And he's, he's probably right. He's stuck. He's stuck in this, this rut, in this pattern of addictive Tendencies. Now the Russia looks at himself and says, the Yetzar is azoy stark, azoy grois, the Yetzar is so powerful, says the Russia. And he's right, it's so hard to resist. And he knows for sure he's a Russia. He knows he's going to have to answer up for this. He knows there's going to be an accounting. He knows he's going to get punished, the Russia. But what does he tell himself? What's his consolation and his solace, his solace is he knows this principle of Yisrael he knows that the greater the temptation the more of an oinus you are the less you're held accountable the Russian knows that he knows this cheshwin he knows that if something is 99% irresistible it's 99% out of my control 99% out of my control 
um, then uh, I'm only 1% accountable. I'm really only going to be punished for 1% of it. The Russia knows this too. And he says, give out. I, I know I'm in big trouble. I know I'm a Russia and I know I'm, I'm, I'm in a bad place. I've developed bad tendencies and bad behaviorisms. But at the same time, my comfort and my consolation is I know that, that, that the, the more hard it is for me, me to resist, the, the less I'm going to be punished. The Russia is wrong. This is the mistake that he's making. Because yes, he's right. He's in a place where it's very hard to resist the Yetzir Hara. But he wasn't born with this Yetzir Hara. And yes, he arrived at a point that he's 99.9% you know, not in control anymore. Because he's developed these addictions and tendencies. And Yetzir Hara that's so hard for him to fight. But he's wrong in... In 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 in, uh, in 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 concluding based on that, that he's kimat unaccountable. That's not true because it's not how the rebbeinu shalolim is looking at him. Rebbeinu is looking at this rasha based on how Hashem made him, not how he made himself. So the rasha invited the Yitzhara in. He schlepped the Yitzhara upon himself. He didn't have to do all these dumb things. Why did he have to try this out? Why do you have to go here? Why do you have to look at that? Why do you have to go there again and again and again and again and, and sample and experiment over here and try this out and do this crazy dumb thing and, and, and go there and do this again and again and again. No one asked him to do that. And the Rebbeinshim didn't make him with when he was originally created with, with a strong inclination in that area. That's not how Hashem made him. If that's the case, he made him his own difficulty. He dug his own grave. He dug his own grave, this guy. He created his own Yetzir Hara. One moment. That's why the times to come, when Mashiach comes and the revenge from slaughters the Yetzir Hara, what's the Russia going to see? What's his Yetzir Hara that, that, that was so hard for him to resist? What's Hashem going to show him? It was really a strand of a hair. He could have just snapped it in the beginning. If he would have just snapped it, it would have been fine. And he, he he would never have become that Russia if in the beginning he would have just gone like that. In the beginning he could have just gone like that. He could have. Could have just said, no, don't don't go there. Don't try this out. Don't don't experiment with this. And 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 and, and don't 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 get involved over here. Why are you getting involved? And 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 the decision to not get involved in something when I'm not yet tempted by it is, is breaking a strand of hair. Just don't go there. Don't open that door. It's dumb. Don't do that. That's what the the, the Rishayim are going to see. That the Yates are hard. That they think is so powerful. And it is powerful. But they think that they're going to be held so unaccountable for it. It was really the Rebbein Shalom's view and perception. A hair's breath. A strand of a hair. And that's how they're going to be judged. Hepech The exact opposite of how, of how they are looking at it. Of how they are looking at it. Um, yeah, cool question. No. Okay. I was asking well, when I was about Hashem created, and he knew when he created this person, he knew what was going to happen with him. That's all, that's an old question. That's that's not really a question of Israel. You're asking the age-old question of Yedin Bechira. If Hashem knows what I'm going to do, how can I have free will? If I have free will, how can Hashem know what I'm going to do? Right. That's. His but that, that, but that's not that's 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 a greater question. That's not a question to have over here. We have addressed that before. Um, the Rambam asks this question. The Rambam already asks your question. The Rambam says, you know, there's a conflict between free will and omniscience. 
Hashem knows what I'm going to do before I do it, yet I have free will. Yeah, and I'm, I'm well, has, has that work exactly? The Rambam says there's no answer. The Rambam says there's no answer that we can understand. Where is the contradiction? The fact that Hashem knows that what I'm going to do does not affect me doing this or this way. Yeah. For example, if you know what I'm going to do. The contradiction, the, 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 you have to know how to ask the question. The question's not on us, the question's on Hashem. The question's really on Hashem. Like, from Hashem's perspective, we'll see the whole universe is just a joke. Because Hashem knows when He makes the universe exactly what's going to happen all the way through the universe. Right? The question is not on us. And people misunderstand the question. But Yosef Ari means to say, it's not a question on us. People, people mistakenly think that the question is, if Hashem knows what I'm going to do, how can I have free choice? Hashem knows what I'm going to do. That's not the question. Exactly. Not, that question is not a cash at all. Not Does anyone over here doubt if we have free will or not? Does anyone think that we don't have free will? Yes, we have. Of course we have free will. How do we know we have free will? How do we know we have free will? What? It's because we, we exercise it all the time. I can right now decide to what? I've gone. I've given this example before. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. I could decide to. Um, yeah. Yeah. To. Uh, I don't know. Set all these. See all these bird cages. All these bird cages. We don't want to bring in the um, the ASPCA. Right. So I could set all these birds free. See, we have all these bird cages, uh, these centerpieces, beautiful centerpieces for the upcoming Kiddush. I could set all the birds free. And they, I, people would be very upset with me because these beautiful centerpieces have been set with all these beautiful birds for the beautiful upcoming Kiddush in our neighborhood, Bar Hashem. I, I could set them all free. And I was thinking that when I saw it this morning, that they're one week late. That was my was thinking that this morning. <laughs> not for the Kiddush. Yeah. Not for the Kiddush. Oh, Taka. yeah. Also in Makkah. Makkah, we just hit uh, Shiloh Hakeim this week. That's right. Um, anyway. So I could decide to do it, I could decide not to do it. Everyone, we know we have free will. No, no one thinks yeah. that. No one says, like, well, how do I have free will if God knows what I'm going to do? Well, of course we know we have free will. Who, who doesn't think they have free will? Yes, yes. The question's on the Rebbein Shalalim. If, indeed, all of us have free will, which we do, so, like, it comes out like the universe, what, what's, like, what's Hashem doing? Why are you making a whole universe with the whole system of mitzvahs, Averis, Torah? You know exactly what, who, what's going to happen. Who's going to sin? Who's not going to sin? Who's going to be the Russians? Who's going to be the tzaddik? So, like, what's the, what's the point from Hashem's perspective? That is a question we don't have an answer to because we don't understand Hashem. That's what the Rambam says. Um, so, Al-Kopanim, that, that was an aside. That's not really, that's a question you can ask anywhere, right? Not a question of Afghan Rabbi Yisrael over here. Um, so, Lamaisa. Rabbi Yisrael is giving us a beautiful Vashan. The Gemara and Sukkah, the Rishayim, we're going to see that the Averis that they did, that they're in such trouble, they're in so, you know, such, such, um, helplessness. It's so difficult. Yes, they're right, but it's their fault that it's so difficult. They did it themselves. The Yetzirah that they're going to be judged for is, is a strand of hair. That's frightening. Um, Lemaisa, the, uh, I think, um, Riv Dessler says this, based on this Rabbi Yisrael, one of the achets that we clap on Yom Kippur is you know it's, it's um, a, a, a um, acrostic. It follows the aleph base, right? We have forty-four alchets. We say the aleph base twice, right? Alchet shachatol lefanecha, baachilu v'shasiya, ba'inasu v'ratzin, bevli doas. So one of the alchets is alchet shachatol lefanecha on the sin that we have sinned before you, God. The yetsar hara with the yetsar hara, and zapella. Every chet is with the Yetzirah, is it not? The sin that we sin with the Yetzirah. If I didn't sin with the Yetzirah, what I sin with? I, I, I sin with what? 
with, with, with Mickey Mouse. What, 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 what did I do the Avir with if not with the Yetzir Hara? So Rav Desler says this, this idea from Yisrael, the chet that I said with the Yetzir Hara that I created. I made my own Yetzir Hara. I schlepped Yetzir Hara upon myself that I didn't need to make. That's what we're clapping our chet for, the Yetzir Hara that I made. Yeah. Half a dick. But this uh, is is giving us a nice mahalach in the Gemara Sokka. And then the next part of the Gemara Sokka is what? V'chein Tadikim. The Tadikim as well. Asher meher geilam nasa etzlam avoidosi is barksham alitanu. The Tadikim that through them following God faithfully, they took actions that were naturally difficult. The Tadik takes something that's hard to, to do. He takes hasmada. He takes uh, tefillah. He takes chesed. He takes all the Baitam Lachaveroi, which is naturally very difficult to do. It's hard, not easy for him to do. And the Tzaddik is someone that works and works and works and works and makes it easier. He loves to learn now, but he didn't always love to learn. He loves to daven. He didn't always love to daven. He loves to get up on time. He loves to get up early. He didn't always like to do it. Naturally, he sleeps in, but he worked hard. He loves to do chesed for other people. He, he wasn't built that way. He was built with the tendency not to do chesed, but he worked to the degree that now it's taka very gishmak, it's a tainuk. It's a tainuk. Agav Yisrael says over here that a person can get to the point that even in this world, Avos Hashem should be enjoyable. We saw this also in the beginning of Mesiyos Yisharim, right? The Mesiyos Yisharim says this. It's, it's um, alluded to in the beginning of the the uh, work, uh, the magnum opus of Reb Chaim Moshe Chaim Lutzato, uh, as we saw when we were learning Mesiyos Yisharim, that uh, although the reward, the tainuk for mitzvahs is Nailam Habba. But doing mitzvahs, even in Elam Hazad, brings with it a gishmak. There's a gishmak even already now. It's an acquired taste. It's an acquired taste, but you get that taste. In any case, that's alluded to here in Yisrael, uh, explicitly in Yisrael. Um, a tzaddik works on himself to the degree that serving Hashem becomes something enjoyable. Um, but, it was a, but initially it was difficult. But they got to the point, you know, think like, the G'dayle Ador, they, they, there's nothing they enjoy better than a daf gemara, and sitting and learning. They might not have been born that way. Who knows? Some, some, some of them were, and some of them were not. Some of them had to work hard. Some of them were not born as Tamidi Chacham Islam Danu. They had to work hard to appreciate learning, to understand learning. But now they love it. Svurim lekabel schayrak begeder kalis. That's sadik, being that it comes so easy to him now to daven. It comes so easy to him to learn to do chesed and tzedakah. So okay, no, I, I'm going to get reward, but. But I'm going to get reward as, as if it's something that's easy, because it is easy. And that's what the Gemara and Sukkah is saying. The Tzadik is going to be also being shown, being shown surprisingly that, that, that that's not the real Cheshvan. They are going to get reward based on how they were created, not how they, not how they recreated themselves. And Although the Tzadik got to the point that he loves learning, comes in such ease, and he loves Sadavin, if he was, had to work on that, and, and, and any mitzvah that he had to work on to make it something that he's capable of doing in a natural way, he'll still get rewarded according to how he was originally built, originally created, and he'll get rewarded as if it's something that's difficult, even now that it became easy. And that's what it means. Lazois Marin Lahem, Kahar, we show the, yetzer, the Tzadik, the Yetzer the of the Har, the mountain. This towering Mount Everest, even though the tzaddik doesn't struggle with that on a daily basis, doesn't have to deal with that on a daily basis, he got himself into a groove. Into a, it's so easy for him now. It's 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 the Yitzhahara, it's come on, not even it's a non non struggle, it's a non battle. 
That's true, but he gets reward for the har because originally it was a har that he had to overcome. So the Rebbeinu still gives him schar as such. So that's the opposite takes there of the tzaddik and the rasha. The Rebbe Sol says, Umama oid yechad leiv ha'odam. That has to, how, how when, we, when we really chap this, you say this vart, that should really strike trembling and, 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 and fear in our hearts. When we make a chesh nefesh, when we introspect a little bit, we begin to think about ourselves and our own plights and avers that we're doing routinely, mitzvahs that we're being mavatal routinely, things that we're being mavatal that, that we are neglecting that should be very easy to fulfill, things that we are submitting to, that we are succumbing to, that are very difficult for us to resist, but we might be wrong on both ends over here. We may be sub- submitting and succumbing to things that are very difficult to resist, which may have been our own fault. And we're going to be held accountable for the way that these things looked originally. It says Yisrael, Who knows, an Avera that I have a very difficult time with, how that may be looked at in the eyes of heaven, and may be looked at as 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 um, a thousandfold easier than the, than the difficulty that I find myself facing. I made it hard. I made it difficult. And I'm going to get punished exponentially more so than I than I than I think I'm going to because I think that's so so schwer. This nesayin help me out. Help me out. But I know in the back of my mind I have that comfort and consolation that you know what it's probably the Einish is not going to be a very difficult Einish. I, I may be very 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 wrong. We can also read this back into a, the famous mission of us. Famous Mishnah that when after under twenty person is going to get up before the rebbeinu he's going to have to give a dinner and a cheshbon, an accounting and a reckoning. You're going to have to stand before the Bayer Yom, give an accounting and a reckoning. What's an accounting? What's a reckoning? What's a dinner? What's a cheshven? So, Robo'a, Pshatim, everyone knows the famous Pshat from the Vilna Gain, but here's a lesser known Pshat from maybe Sol Salanter. What's a din v'cheshven, an accounting and a reckoning? Din means based on where I am right now. The cheshven is to make the calculation of the way things really were supposed to be. The way Hashem made me, the way I was originally before I made dumb moves and dumb decisions. Really, it would have and should have been much, much easier for me than the state that I got into. That's the din. The cheshven is the way things were supposed to look, and we're going to put the cheshven as a template over the din. Okay, I thought we were going to wrap up the michta before Shabbos for the other week, but we're not. We're going to save the last few remaining paragraphs for next week, Mitzvah Shem Monday. We will wrap up the michta of. Because um, if, so, if we remember, I don't know if any of us remember this. I myself, I also forgot until I saw the end of the Mechtav. We saw started off with a couple of kashas on the Haggadah Shal Pesach. So he hasn't answered up those questions yet. And that's what he's going to do in the remaining few questions. He's going to bring us back to Mitzrayim, bring us back to Pesach, Matz, and Murr. And that's what we're going to see in Mitzvah Shem next week. But we have the Ikre Yisoydas of Yisrael. So we'll take these Yisoydas into Shabbos and into Slichas. Akash Baruch Hu should give us a, an amazing Slichas experience. And we should begin the Slichas, the, the, the approach, the final approach to Rosh Hashanah over here. With a lot of siyat at the shmai, and everyone should have a great Shabbos. Thank you for joining us.